Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to the Mojo Mecca podcast, a hub for the exploration of ritual, poetry, plants, and purpose. We are here for the deepening of our relationship to the earth, for the love of living in a sustainable way, for the creation of a global network of minxes seeking more mojo, for vulnerability, for thriving, and for joy. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful. Now let's dive into today's conversation. In this episode, I'm speaking with my incredible sister, Sally Mustang. She's a world-traveling entrepreneur, a yoga teacher, a retreat host, and just overall a wild, beautiful, artistic being who lives life so fully, so purposefully, and so passionately. We speak about her journey of growing up by the ocean, gypsy van life traveling, finding harmony through yoga, her love of plants, the epic retreat experiences she's now been creating, and about her deep love journey with her now fiancé, Mitch Goebel. We explore the magic and power of sex, sensuality, and the liberation of taboo around those. We speak about how sexual energy is as natural as breathing and our pleasure holds the key to manifesting a beautiful, bountiful, connected life. There's so much more we dive into also. I hope you enjoy and receive all you need to from this conversation. So I grew up in a small little coastal town um, called Sandy Beach, which is like um, just south sort of a bar in a few hours. Um, we had like one little shop. And my parents were right into surfing and so my brothers. So I initially sort of just grew up by the sea, fell in love with the sea, had dinners by the ocean, pretty much learnt everything you could possibly learn about the ocean off mum and dad. Um, and then when I was 16, I met a boy, so I ran away from home <laughs> and um, we began to travel Australia together. Um, we had a full drive in a tent for a few years. So I sort of lived in a tent for about a year and a half while traveling Australia. So I sort of really went back to the basics of sort of eating at community sort of kitchens and um, like picking fruit along the way and pretty much living off nothing at a pretty young age. And that for me really... I guess taught me how ridiculous the system of buy a house, get a job was um, because I was sort of living free from that before I'd even done that, um, which was like definitely transformational and like a big part of my journey and understanding that I didn't have to do anything I didn't want to do. Um, I guess I was a really strong-minded child as well I was quite regularly expelled from schools and suspended and definitely a rebel with a cause at school I didn't really like being told that I had to do things a certain way or that my way was wrong um and not in a like brat or a bully way it was more in a um don't tell me to sit in an art class and draw a vase like everyone else. You know, I already knew that that was wrong, even when I was young. Um, 
so I was in a lot of trouble at school and I just really used to wag a lot and go surfing or hang with friends in high school. Um, and then I got to Margaret River before I was 20. We did a little bit of overseas traveling, me and my ex-boyfriend as well to Indonesia and Sumatra and places like that. Just mostly surfing because he was really into surfing. So that was a big part of my younger life and then when I got to Margaret River I started yoga really and that was the first time I I guess connected with spirituality in a way that I could understand or a way that was presented to me um, as normal so yoga really was like a huge turning point or a huge part of my spiritual awakening and journey and I think it was because I always had so much energy, you know, I was like running and surfing and dancing and this and that and um, pretty much never stopped. And for the first time I had this, I guess, movement and flow that made me still um, in a way. And then I had a beautiful teacher who became my yoga mentor named Kaylee um, in Margaret River and we started hanging out pretty much daily and she just really reshaped my whole reality with um like she had written books she taught languages she was a masseuse a yoga teacher she taught taught rock climbing she was like a scientist like had degrees in all sorts of things and she was only 27 I think at the time and I really was blown like huge inspiration that like you can do actually anything you want mm. and um, you can do it however you want. So, you know, I was 20 and I just fallen in love with this practice yoga. And then I had um, my mentor or teacher and friend at the t like still friend um, pretty much parving this way for me. Um, and she really encouraged me to go do my yoga training. So I went and did my yoga training um, and as, as soon as I got back, which I did over in Bali, and as soon as I got back from the five-week intense sort of training, I went straight into teaching donation classes. Like, just didn't even think about it. It was just like, this is it. I can do it. And um, just started teaching. And then from there, so many things have flowed um, for me. Um, I opened up my own studio in Foster a couple of months after that and taught full-time or just sort of ran it, but it was pretty much donation-based. Like there was a black jar, like put your money in the jar. I don't want to look at it. Anyone can come. There was live music. I did events there. I did sometimes like free dancing and um, all sorts of, I don't know, just anything that came to mind sort of happened in that yoga studio. And then... Um, I'd always been a creative and I had played with visual art and abstract art and even like for a while I was painting like driftwood and making sculptures and things but never really thought of it as anything other than um, like a hobby mm. and because I was still young you know I was maybe 20 one by the time this yoga studio had started and yeah just still playing with ideas of life and um, I 
turned the other half of the yoga studio into an art studio and that's when I really found I guess my expression with art visual art or abstract art I guess you'd say or spirit moving through me and then I found a style um, of art Mm. and I feel like you told me that um, like you and Mitch had been creating like similar style of art or something and then then it was like whoa okay like you'd been both like (laughs) bringing through like a similar inspiration and vision yeah absolutely it was um the art that really brought us together because I had a friend named Kat and she's like have you seen this guy's art it looks a lot like yours (laughs) and I was like no show me so anyways we get online and she shows me his art and I was like no way so I messaged him online um, I think through an email and was like or even Instagram message and was like oh our art looks the same I'm actually like about to come to Melbourne to do a hike with a friend down Wilson's prom um I'd love to come see it whereabouts in Melbourne is your art showcase at the moment and he was like wrote back straight away and was like um it's all sold actually in the galleries at the moment but I have some at my house if you want to come around (laughs) and I was like yeah sure no worries um so I went hike I flew to Melbourne I went hiking for like four days straight like just like out in the bush living off the land with a friend and um come back and met up with him and like at the time too my friend was like so you're just gonna go to this guy's house and check out his art and I was like yeah like do you think it's safe I was like absolutely um so she drops me off and then as soon as he pretty much opened the door it was just absolutely electric energy between us like oh, what the fuck is this kind of thing? Um, I was like, oh, we better make a cup of tea. And we had a cup of tea and um, then he showed me his art and I was just absolutely lost in it. And, um, yeah, pretty much fell in love with each other, like right then and there. Um, But we didn't get together for a few months after that because I was – was sort of on a journey I was going to New Zealand and wanted to travel on my own and um you know I just wasn't really available and definitely wasn't looking and it just pretended like it didn't happen and which was quite persistent in mm-hmm. um, reminding me that it happened and then I just after about a month of uh, like sort of thinking about it I just closed my yoga studio and left sort of everything and um, flew to Mitch and then we moved in together within like a few days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just closed your yoga studio and then did yeah. you move to Melbourne with him? Yeah, well, I sort of, I didn't have a car at the time. I'd closed the yoga studio. I was just like full in flow of like my heart's saying this, so I'm just going to go for it. Um and yeah came to see him in Melbourne and didn't really leave and then we came to Byron because I didn't want to be in Melbourne because I'm just not really into cities Mm -hmm. and he knew that so we we came to Byron just to check it out like just have a holiday I think he had a little bit of work on here 
and we he found us like this beautiful little tree house and asked me to move in within or within like two weeks of knowing each other and I just said yes and then yeah um we started creating our art together as well because yeah our like our art was weirdly similar like I have a piece here in my home now that looks like one of Mitch's originals but it's one of mine from before we met and it's mm-hmm. just strange but then it's not strange I don't know you know yeah of course yeah yeah it's like it's like of course because yeah of course the masculine feminine are doing the same thing <laughs> and like um, for you know the connection that you guys have and like the path that you're on it's like yeah of course that that makes sense you know like yeah it's a feeling yeah. each other and like channeling channeling each other before you even met but it's still like oh fuck that actually happened <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah and it's just like of course it's art that brought us together like nothing else would have <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think um mm. but yeah yeah it was like this first moment I met him I guess it felt like going home and for him as well so it yeah of course our art was also yeah channeled and it's just really special too I guess to have that connection with someone yeah so special and Mm. it's it's so beautiful to see that you both just like trusted it completely too and like surrendered to it because I feel like that's a huge process too to be like okay well like this is happening and I have to actually like restructure my life a bit to actually yeah. you know well, absolutely just throw your life up in the air and yeah. just go well well um but I th- I think I'm constantly learning to like flow and do that you know like just throw things up in the air and just reassess everything in the moment and just do it it's like definitely um, one of my traits for sure is like yeah like what we talked about before like I'm just going here I don't even know anything about it oh I'm just randomly at a ceremony I have no idea why I'm here but here you go and it's like the same with love or people it's the I don't know I just quite spontaneous um I love it I think it I think it's such a like incredible quality and I feel like so many people just think you know I do it too you know just think too long and hard about things Mm. And like mm. think about all of the possible outcomes and why you can't and you know, just like yeah. go into this trip of like thought instead of being like, No, I feel like doing this, I'm gonna do it. And like I feel like yeah. that's such a yeah, something that I really like see from you and am inspired by. Just that like that impulsive, <laughs> you know, you, you just like the the reckless impulsive. I love it. <laughs> but always like seems to end up with I'm I'm like a cat, I seem to always land on my feet. Um, <laughs> you are you're definitely yeah. a mink. <laughs> yeah, definitely a mink. Um but yeah, it, yeah, it's there's this reckless quality in me. It was when I was a child too, my parents probably used to worry about it a lot and I think it's what's actually led me to be who I am absolutely um Mm -hmm. and I I don't know I think it's presence as well like I I don't get so caught up in um the story of what could happen in the future um like a lot of people I think yeah get caught up in you know 
the story of what's going to happen or who they're going to be or what they're going to be or you know attached to this future that they're creating um i guess my i i get more attached to the past than the future for sure like if if we were going to pick one like i i get all like remember this time and this feeling (laughs) Mm. (laughs) but i'm not so i don't think about the future hardly ever actually like i don't it doesn't come to me that much Mm. and how would you recommend people like start to cultivate more of that um presence instead of thinking too much about all the possible outcomes of things yeah like absolutely putting it to practice as well like trying a few things recklessly and seeing the outcomes because they'll see that straight away that it's you know law of attraction sort of the more present you are the more present you become but um mindfulness yoga meditation nature love um all those kind of things for me keep me present Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i'd love to hear about your um connection to nature and plants and yeah how you feel like they have really shaped you through your life too because I've seen like you've just so deepened in that work and transformed so much (laughs) I feel I think when we first met was like when you first um was sitting in ceremony I think you were just about to go into it and you, that yeah. was like an impulsive decision, like, I'm going on a week as retreat. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so much respect to the plants. But, um, yeah, it was. It was that reckless attitude that I had that sort of led me to plant. I was met a man named Cosmic for two minutes, and I think you were there, yeah? I know Cosmic, yeah. I don't know if I was there when you met him, but yeah. I met him for like two minutes and yeah, and his name is Cosmic. (laughs) (laughs) So already it's like, okay, so you met this guy named Cosmic and you're with him for two minutes and he's like, I think you should come with me. And I was like, sure. Where are we going? And (laughs) he says to me, um, I bring the wood to the fire. So just come with me. Do you like Wilson's Creek? I was like, oh, I'm in love with Wilson's Creek, which is you know, a place in the hinterland in Byron that's just incredible, lush rainforest and crystal it's clear so rivers. Amazing. And yeah, so I was like, of course, yeah, let's jump in the car. So we jump in the car and we start having a chat. And I, I had just broken up with Mitch for a short period of time over like a few, just, oh, we just needed a break. But um, so I was sort of going through a tiny bit of a like, confused rough time where I didn't really know what I was doing so I was relying completely on that reckless sort of attitude of just like all right I'm just going to say yes to everything um and we're in his car and we drive out to this property um, which is now my home and we get out of the car and there's a mountain and a waterhole and this like incredible um mud brick home and temple and he's like so we're gonna spend like a week here if you like and we're gonna be drinking ayahuasca and I didn't even know what ayahuasca was like Mm. I've done a couple of psychedelics in my life but not 
dipped in ceremony and definitely definitely hadn't even read anything about ayahuasca and I was like hey I'm here for the ayahuasca tea <laughs> and I, he's just like giggling he's like oh we won't have it just yet <laughs> we're actually gonna sit down in ceremony and I was like okay sure <laughs> like absolutely no idea what I'd like signed up for or what I was doing um and sort of like having a conversation with everyone there and most of the people there you know were like oh I've been waiting you know two years to feel the call for this or you know I've been preparing have you been fasting and I'm like what the hell have I actually said yes to you know like <laughs> I, I'm like what is this thing that we're gonna have anyway so we go around and we're like in the temple at night and I did have a quick talk to Darben and he was just like oh you're perfect and um, like hey pretty spirit and I don't know it was enough for me to know that I was meant to be there by just connecting with him briefly and the land and we yeah we sit in ceremony and um, we go around with these intentions and people's intentions are pretty deep um, and I'm like I still sort of unaware of what I've signed up for so I'm like I just want to be a fearless warrior and that was my <laughs> intention. And then <laughs> I drink the medicine. And like, as everyone, like we all go around and we have our first cup of medicine. And I just was never the same again, I guess you could say. Um, mm -hmm. She sort of came to me and just blew me away and blew every single thing I thought I knew about anything away. <laughs> which is, I guess we're always learning and that's what she really taught me. And um, yeah, and then I was there for six days. So I was immersed in the plants for six days and then sort of emerged a different person. Um, Darwin had asked me to live on the land um, and help him. And he had clear vision that I was meant to be there with him. And I never left and I've been working with the plants for about a year and a half now. Um, as well as everything else they do, but absolute devotion to them and what they do and just sort of seeing the real miracle of what they do too, you know, people walk in with suicidal thoughts or depression or disease and cancer and I, I've just seen it flip within two days after drinking, you know, a medicine that can heal everything. Mm -hmm. So because sort of I've been on like this path for maybe like five six years or maybe longer maybe forever really <laughs> but, yeah of um yeah just wanting to teach people how to be happy or embrace freedom you know like and happiness and love and um by living by example and for me when I first did the plants it was like oh wow this is like the quickest way the absolute beautiful way to shake people's shake people up and wake them up and um help them embrace themselves and follow their mm -hmm. bliss and so I was just so humbled and just in yeah just in service and still am in complete service to that miracle yeah I know yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. It is like mm. I feel so in service mm -hmm. in that way too. Like complete yeah. yeah. And just like in awe of the plants too and the way that yeah. they're coming it's back now at this yeah. at this time of like where mm. people really 
do need that wake up call and it's yeah it's just so beautiful yeah to like you know divine timing exactly synchronicity it's just like if you if if they're calling to you if you need to like yeah commune with them then it's it's gonna happen and it's so it's so beautiful yeah Mm. Mm. so how do you feel like your ceremony work and your work with your plants has really influenced like every other aspect of your life what have you seen that's shifted I guess in the last year I guess with your art and with what you're creating yeah uh everything but um (laughs) I guess it's it reaffirmed for me my gifts like I always sort of knew that I could read people and um, maybe I can hear their minds, but maybe I can't. Now I absolutely am like, yep, I can read minds. Yep, I can read people. Um, yep, I can manifest. You know, like um, I create my own reality. Okay, like yes, the art is like way bigger than me. It's something coming. I'm just the body and it just comes through me and Mitch like us. And, you know, we're just like the hands that can help. I guess bring it out but it's nothing to do with us and so it's it's just given me like such a bigger picture on everything too like the connection to this earth and the cosmos and the stars and also just sort of started I guess like a series of um new projects and inspirations and creative sort of avenues like I've just started singing and playing guitar which is something I've never ever looked at or touched and it's actually probably the most uh, authentic like creative thing I've ever done Mm. but it's it was obviously like really hidden or um, stamped out of me somehow as a child you know maybe teachers or something you know be quiet too noisy kind of thing but um now it's coming back which is beautiful and yeah it, it just really showed me like I am you, you are me, we are one, that kind of thing and how important it is to just follow your bliss and that's really the only secret to life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so beautiful. And so I'd love to hear about um, the retreats that you're holding now. If you want to like share what goes down on them and like get people, <laughs> get people inspired to join you. And like how that came about to like how you felt to use your, cause obviously you have a big like platform and reach with people online, mm-hmm. you know, and to just really use, I just see you really like working with that in such a positive way to actually bring people together, you know, like in mm. person, not just through the virtual reality, you know, like really yeah. experiences for people. Yeah. I've- absolutely that's sort of why I've always tried to continue to teach or host something because it is it's that bridging of like I'm a real person yeah um and I have a lot to say (laughs) um no I have a lot to share and then I hope other people have a lot to share with me as well and it's really important for me to sort of connect in that way and so I started the self-love retreats recently um, because I feel like that's such an area that 
is something like such everyone sort of wants to be working on themselves you know like everyone can love themselves more because it's sort of for me I think if you love yourself then you love the world or you know you change the world I guess and if every single person was doing the work and every single person was embracing themselves then we'd live in a completely different planet so mm. um I yeah so I started them and it's sort of just like a week with me um practicing what basically is my life so we work with flowers and flowering so we're doing offerings to mother nature and we do a lot of stuff in nature so a few hikes and waterfall swims and usually like try to get people to to embrace their like their bodies more as well so be like comfortable like with less on in a waterhole and stuff like that and um uh, we teach yoga and there's meditation and sound healing. Um, there's like free flow movement, which is sort of a dance. There's all organic sort of permaculture food because food is also a medicine. And basically people walk away, I think, after that week ready to make their life a bit more like that week. And that's what I hope they get from it. And then... Yeah, there's just a lot of connecting as well, just bringing 20 people together to connect, you know, and just be themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. What's some yeah. of the, like, <laughs> feedback you've gotten so far from people who have come and, like, experienced those retreats? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, what, what, have, yeah, what have they... Yeah. Have you got some... Oh, it's, yeah, it's been like incredible like sometimes people have left and you know left bad relationships quit jobs moved overseas like all in the space of like a couple of days and I think it's just by um see like permission you know like they see me and the other girls I work with um and see how we're sort of living without that fear and without that social conditioning and all of a sudden it gives them permission to be a bit more wilder and then they just go home and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. so your medicine and like what just like comes through you. Like I was saying before. Yeah. Yeah. What you inspire in people. And yeah. Then, like be a bit more free, be a bit wild, like be a bit reckless kind of um, thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So cool. Mm. So are the ones that you're doing for the rest of this year already sold out they are yeah i'm yeah. trying i'm just putting together maybe one in africa because i just came back from being with the white lions in africa mm -hmm. and um, oh. it was <laughs> yeah like there's not even words yeah. there's just a feeling um but that was so special and i to bring people over there to look into a lion's eye um and you know hear them roar in your face i think i won't even have to do much of the teaching the land and the lines would just be raised to it but yeah so i'm trying to put together um, a special sort of one a more intimate one over there because we can only have a few people um and i'm also putting one together for byron because i haven't done one here in australia for a while and yeah, I try to do as many as I can in the year. Like usually can do one every few months. Um, and 
yeah, they're just really nice work. I've I've found I've gone more towards the retreats and bringing people together and, you know, being of service also to the plants and um, to my retreats is sort of my main goals for this next year. That's sort of where my work's ventured off. Like I'm still doing a lot of art, but um, trying not to focus as much on it as a career. And, yeah, I don't know. Mm. yeah I would love to talk to you about like your process of becoming an entrepreneur because Mm. it seems like you're obviously really successful with it and just savvy with it like you just get it you know how to promote what you're doing and like yourself and uh, that's you know like how you've really been able to build the the platform that you have like has it just all come naturally to you yeah it it was so organic it was me sharing um my poems and my jottings and my journals and my photos and all of a sudden it was you know 10,000 20,000 30,000 40 50 60,000 sort of people following me online this was like still why I had my yoga studio kind of thing and I was like whoa this is nice like I'm I'm gaining a voice like obviously for a reason um as I, I've also like I also been quite again like recklessly and open about just sharing myself, my whole self, and being true there and just not holding back. Um, so that really helped, I guess, gain a voice or yeah. path the way. It's just like, well, this is just me. Here I am. See me shine. I don't care, you know. Like if someone doesn't like it. Um, or if people like it and like people have liked it which has been great but uh yeah it just came really naturally like the the following and I guess I'd always I'd done a fair bit of modeling and um photography work just on and off with people and styling like it was it's all like this like sort of playground I guess as you're younger and then you start to see it show up in the ways that you know in your life path but so I'd done a bit of that so I was used to being behind the camera before I started my own creative work there um and I'd always written and I'd always been creative and um so it all just seemed to come together and flow um but it is it's all self-belief and it's like not having doubts and just being authentic and just a bit of drive as well like I dream things up and I will start making um actions to go with the dreams you know rather than just like dreaming up all these things that I want to be want to do want to start and then not starting actually starting them or you know it's like okay well let's do it now all right well let's start yeah um yeah 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 Mm. Yeah, I know. I so see that from you. And I think that's like the magnetism that you have. It's just like that raw, authentic, artistic expression, you know, that people are really (laughs) yearning for, you know, in their lives. And that like, I mean, it's, it's a whole like kind of like social media can be so, (laughs) I mean, even when you are sharing like vulnerably, it's still like, fabricated in some way there's never gonna absolutely you know it's still like an artistic sort of like 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one aspect, but I I see you like really using those platforms for, for, for good, you know, like really working with them and working with like the power that they hold for, for good and for connection and for vulnerability and art and sexuality. And yeah, I'd actually really love to talk to you about like your and Mitch's, um, journey of like sharing more of your sex life online mm. and why so I don't think I've really yeah. spoken to you properly about that and I'm so curious like how how that came through like when was the first <laughs> the first like <laughs> decision to right. share, yeah to share more of your stories and fo- like intimate photos and and like share the, that aspect of your relationship online because you know, everyone's having sex, but no one really is sharing about it in the way that you guys do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was also like we were just having a conversation and a picnic. And um, Mitch is extremely sexual and had done a lot of discovery and lots of things before he was with me. And I had always been like obsessed with sex. Like, I mean, four year old, like trying to get like my mom's like dirty novels and, you know, lost my virginity at 14 and was like, yes, I love it. <laughs> like straight away, white people were like, oh my gosh, like what is actually happening? Like I just was like in love with sensuality. I think I'm Taurus as well, which also aids to that, but I I just loved it. You know, I just wanted to know more about the body and pleasure and this and that. And, um, so when I find, when I, when me and Mitch came together, it was like this perfect because I really loved pleasure and he had done so many avenues of sexual exploration and stuff like that. So then when we came together, he taught me a lot. I taught him a lot, you know, um, and we were both just still are like just, really fascinated by sex and have a lot of sex and um anyway we were talking about it when we I think we'd been together a couple of months and he was like oh maybe I'm just going to share a little bit about about my sex life online because like it's all I think about and I was like yeah like maybe I will too and that's actually how we just wrote something there like on our picnic real quick and shared it and didn't really think about like why or what or how or anything and um the response was like absolutely huge like mm. our followings nearly doubled like we had like thousands and thousands of comments um and we were like oh okay so maybe a little sign off the universe is something we're meant to do um and then we just did another one um, where we thought more like we would journal about our sexual experiences for ourselves too. Like that was incredible for us to have an insight into a man's, like into his brain and him have an insight into my brain written, you know, mm. rather than spoken or like during. So we sort of just journaled about an experience, wrote about it, um, and then shared that online again, just like a photo of us kissing or something. And then again like massive response and that was when we decided we were going to make a website and actually share these stories because we were getting so much back too about people being like oh this is like 
all I've been waiting for or no one's ever said it like this or like that's like something I completely like ignore about myself or this is helping me um it was like very positive like 99% positive of like people just like oh my gosh like people are just waiting you know for like this outlet like I feel like sex is sort of like the same as breakfast right or like whatever like we're having it we're doing it like you said everyone loves it everyone like it's actually how we create life on this earth it's like one thing we're destined to do but we seem to be able to talk about like the bananas and the oats in our breakfast so much easier than (laughs) you know and I think there's like there's a certain amount of like intimacy that also like sometimes you want to keep things you know intimate with your partner but not everything like we should still be sharing and talking about this and um if anything even like talking to to our partners a bit more about this like most a lot of people I know like definitely aren't having conversations daily about sex with either their partner or their partners or you know their friends and I was like this is something I always have done um so I I don't mind being the person that's going to stand up in that or be the advocate of that or the voice for that because um, I absolutely believe in it. And, yeah, so we just started sharing it and it yeah, blew up and we had, like, paparazzi in our backyard and things like that what? over it. Yeah, one day and, like, it was all over the world, like, from radio stations. And we had this whirlwind of a week and then we realised that, it was like absolutely like what we were destined to do and another part of another art form I guess that we were because we sort of also like came back to like for so like in history like so many years back you know there's like all these naked sculptures or like sexual sort of paintings and like all these that that was the only way art was back then and now we have social media which as we were saying is sort of like an art form um, and an expression so the story sort of became a new kind of art form I guess for us mm-hmm. um, and yeah we're still doing them we're actually writing a book at the moment um, oh wow about it all yes yeah. so with photos and everything. photos the erotic stories but a bit more of a memoir of masculine feminine like us going through our spiritual journey with sex so it's just like our whole life really um really like raw and like truth just truth really mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah just oh really wow that's gonna be so beautiful happen. yeah 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 it's really nice writing it too mm-hmm. um, yeah mm. yeah I know I so resonate with what you said about like sexual energy is just the creative force of life you know and we just like taboo like it's like a taboo thing but it it's not really at all it's like as natural as breathing it just is Mm. everything like we're like sensual people like in every moment we're we're like having sexual experiences you know yeah (laughs) yeah like life through us yeah absolutely because art and sex are definitely like creative energy is sexual energy, you know, like yeah. birthing and we're creating and we're making and it's the same thing. And um, we all like, fuck, we all deserve that much pleasure, you know, like more mm-hmm. and more and more and more of it. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm, 
yeah, it's just another form of freedom too to sort of share that and my body and whatever else, but in like a beautiful way too. Yeah, like sort of taking away what the porn industry has sort of done and messed up our whole sort of world and um, mm-hmm. sort of recreating, you know, another way to share and be without that stigma I guess that's sort of my vision with it like pressure I think because it's yeah it's like a well it's just one view of sex really the porn industry it's not the whole deal yeah and it can really distort people's perceptions reality reality yeah 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 like yeah yeah Yeah, I know. I think that's why probably so many people are drawn to what you do too, because it's, it's showing like sex and like incredible sex, but in like, in a way that's, you know, you, you both just obviously love each other to no end, you know, and like really respect each other and, and see it as an art form, you know, and it's like really, yeah, it's just flipping that whole preconceived idea about like, what sex and like eroticism is mm-hmm. I think that's probably why it's so like magnetic and like life shifting for people to really be like wow okay it's not actually like this dirty thing like, I think a lot of people still think it's like this taboo dirty yeah. like you know like yeah. private shame thing. Or, yeah, yeah exactly and I yeah. mean there's like you know it's the most intimate experience that we can have with someone else so obviously it's going to be like a really confronting thing for you know we all go through those like you know it's very vulnerable you know to put yourself in that space of like yeah surrendering to being with someone else and yeah but the message that you guys bring is like just the celebration of it yeah celebration the art of it the beauty um that's what i'm all about so Mm-hmm. yeah and how have you felt that like really tapping into your pleasure and uh, I don't know how to put it how yeah I guess just like the orgasmic energy the pleasure energy like how has that really fed you in your life you know like through yeah through like life. yeah through everything <laughs> yeah yeah um I guess for me like instantly after feeling a type of pleasure whether it be sex or anything my whole day changes and then my whole feelings change and when my emotions change that's creating you know the rest of my life so the more pleasure I feel the more it seems to be presented is that making sense Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. the more orgasms I have or the more open I feel with my pleasure to be able to just like be in my pleasure and own my pleasure and share my pleasure or um what even surrender into my pleasure then the more I can do that with everything else and the more I'm welcoming more of that into my life not just sexually like just in general um I yeah Mm-hmm. that's yeah yeah I know I I really do agree yeah it's so beautiful it's so good to hear more about um the story of like how that all came to be because I feel like yeah. yeah obviously it's inspiring so many people 
Yeah. Yeah. It just again sort of happened organically. Like, a, let's try, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. Um, why not? And then it's evolved. And then also, like, we've really evolved sexually from that too, because uh, we've become way more open with each other as well there. And it's became a huge part of our life, which is really important to both of us. Um, not just sharing but just sex in general like it's become bigger do you know what I mean because now it's part of our I don't I don't know I just feel like it's really welcomed in our house and then also it seems to pop up everywhere as well most conversations I have with people like turn into a sex talk in some way or a pleasure talk or a woman's talk or something so I've seemed to open up that in so many people in my life as well or people that come into my life I seem to be like a safe zone for them, which is really special for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. has Mitch also had that experience? Because it's, it's a whole other thing, uh, I guess. Like women are kind of seen as like we do more freely express our sensuality. But like yeah. I think it's, yeah, I mean, I guess like the stereotypes of men is to be a bit more like, I don't know, like just kind of. Yeah, know, you know what I mean though. <laughs> like, has he had yeah. some experiences with men who have like really found it opened up? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. And then, um, I think he's definitely led by example for a lot of people. We get a lot of emails and stuff of uh, of couples or yeah, men even that have sort of been like, man, like. I, you know, you just like blew my world away by sharing yourself. So, uh, yeah, he has had that happen for him too. I, I don't think as much though as me. Like I still do think I definitely get stopped down the street even sometimes when people want to tell me about their sex life. I don't know if women or other people are doing that as much to him. So that is still a little bit of a funny thing there with men and opening up. Um, so it's great that Mitch is sort of leading by example, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, you're right. Like it's definitely more like women sharing themselves more too. Um, I was feeling like I wanted to ask you if you wanted to like share a piece of poetry or something. Oh yes, I can. How does the poetry come through you? Is it like do you just get a real burst of inspiration and then it just flows right out yeah absolutely it's not like a daily practice it's just like random comes through me gets me a pen and paper and I write it down or you know on my phone in notes or something yeah Um, yeah I'm so the same it's not like a daily thing all of a sudden it's just like a poem just like drops right in (laughs) yeah 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 and yeah so I'm very interested in like how to turn that into songs Mm. because I'm guessing it's the same process you just sort of like I'm absolutely going to just pick up my guitar and write a song and it's just going to come all through me like that (laughs) yes yeah oh I'm excited to hear your music I love that you're going down that that path I feel like the plants open up so much of that too. Yeah, like, like the what have you been waiting for? Yeah. Want you to sing, like, and just express yourself. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
So do you have a piece of poetry or should we just like... I do. Okay, cool. I do. Do you want me to share it? Feel free to All share. All right. Okay, so... This morning I'm a feline walking with grace, hips swaying side to side, head held high, tilted slightly, slowly moving in to manipulate you. This afternoon I'm a playful little kitten, happy, wanting, loving, snuggling in your lap, feeling the warmth of your body, enjoying every precious moment. Tonight I'm a tiger, gracefully moving towards you with great anticipation. I'll take you down. You will be mine. I'm an animal most of the time. Mm. <laughs> minxy. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I found one that's a bit minxy. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so beautiful. I love that. Mm. So, um, do you want to share with people how they can connect to you, like social Absolutely. media and website, and like find out info about retreats and events and things that you've got coming up? Sure. Um, so my handles on Instagram is just Sally Mustang. You can find me there. Um, and my website's www.sallymustang.com, and that has my info on a lot of my art and my yoga retreats and my yoga mats and just a little bit about me. Um, and they're probably the two best ways to connect with me at the moment and in real life if I see you down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about sex and, you know, yeah, yeah. liberation. I'm open to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well I'm like really I'm really glad that um you, you agreed to do this conversation I feel like I've been like wanting to have a it was conversation so long. with you yeah yeah I think I messaged you ages ago about it but yeah I'm yeah. happy that it actually happened um yes me too. Mm, mm. so thank you thank you I wish you all the best <laughs> <laughs> in the love. <laughs> <laughs>